and a very good Tuesday morning. I almost said Monday. It feels yeah. like a Monday. It's a Monday Tuesday. Kind of is kind but of. But it's kind of one of those combos. It's yeah. good because it's not Monday. It's actually Tuesday. I know. I it's love a, that. It's a Monday Tuesday kind of feeling. <laughs> Hope y'all had a good weekend. Yeah, uh, it was good. Yeah, happy Memorial weekend. Uh, last day of May. Uh, that's uh, that's it, man. We're and then we're moving on into this June thing. You know, I saw they uh, over the uh, weekend they was they were showing some temperatures. I think it was June fifteenth of last year. It was one hundred and seven degrees. Remember when we broke that record of the hottest day in Salt Lake recorded? Uh, that's coming up here, uh, and hopefully we don't repeat that again. A little bit of snowpack in the mountains. I yeah, hate it looked for that so to... crazy yesterday to look yeah. up there on Memorial Day. I mean, I guess it happens maybe yeah, kind of regularly, but how was your... Did you get snowed on camping? No, just rained on. Oh, just rained on. A lot. A lot. <laughs> it was a lot. So it's... you're glad you had your big-ass RV? Yeah, I guess, yeah, man. Like it was it around was the table. Of... And... Yeah, the only thing I was afraid of is the old lightning strikes around us. Boy, we had some pretty close ones that... Uh... That hit and cracked all about the same time, which you know they're pretty close if they're almost simultaneously. But it's all good, and we all lived, and hope everybody had a good weekend as well. Got a little rain. Yeah. Had some food, went to the movies, nice. uh, did the graves. Sounds like we have a few things to talk about. Yeah. There. Mostly sunny today, and we still have a 30% chance of some showers lingering around. We're looking at a high of 63, so almost uh, 15, well, it is 15 degrees below our normal high this time of year is about 78. But it's pretty hard to st- to even say normal. First of all, it's hard to say normal around the radio station. Uh, nothing really is normal, including the morning show. And then uh, when you talk about the weather's, weather temperatures and stuff like that, we're all over the place. 15 below, 15 above uh, our normal highs. Now, tomorrow, we're looking at mostly Sunday, 73. And as we move into the week, by Thursday, we are looking at uh, mostly sunny and 83. Right now, it's uh, 39. Ooh, it's cold this morning. 39 and uh, sunny downtown. Yes, he is. Yes, I am. That is Walker Hayes on Z104 doing the AA. From A to Z104, thank you so much for hanging with us here. Tuesday, uh, keep pounding that into your head. At least I'm telling myself that. Keep uh, telling myself Tuesday is Tuesday is Tuesday. It's almost the weekend. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. And um, Memorial Weekend, now I went to, to visit the graves and stuff and uh, uh, got that done. And it Did was, you actually it buy nice. flowers? No. No, I, uh, I took them out of my own yard. Oh. Couldn't find any lilacs. Found some beautiful lilacs down in San Pete County when we, uh, where we kind of ki- did some camping uh, over the weekend, but they wouldn't have uh, stayed fresh until I got home. So I was thinking of stealing some of those down there. And was... you tweeted, thankful for great parents who were thrifty and loved fast food. So you kind of comboed that uh, little picture yeah. on your graves. Yeah, so I uh, thrifty meaning I I picked my own flowers out of my own yard <laughs> and uh, fast food from Arby's. It was in a little Arby's cup, so uh, that was a, a tribute to good old mom and dad. Um, and did you did you do some mums? What did you do? I did some uh, yellow mums. Okay, for my mum. Yeah, and I'm sure you had a few choice words for your dad as well <laughs> when you were standing there. <laughs> well, my kids notice. How come there's no flowers on Grandpa's side? <laughs> 
Uh, well, well, let me tell you. Well, some situations aren't yeah. quite as uh, yeah. beautiful yeah. as others. Yeah, my mom had a bunch. My dad had a flag from the cemetery. There you go. Yeah, the cemetery was nice to give out flags too. That was when we pulled in, they were handing out flags, uh, and it was uh, it was really nice because I didn't bring a flag, and that was a little added something something because yeah. my dad did serve. National, <clears throat> excuse me, speak and complete sentences uh, day today. So try. You know, how many of us can make it through the day without LOLs and OMGs and FYIs? Huh? And, yeah. Instead of saying, what did you say? We say, huh? Huh? <laughs> huh? What was that? Uh, excuse me? What are some of the other more polite ways of saying, uh, I, I didn't quite catch that? Could you huh? repeat that? Yeah. Huh? National Smile Day. Yay. We're smiling because we got the day off yesterday. Yay. It it does bring now every time we do this National Smile Day it brings up that uh, little question. Do you smile because somebody tells you to smile? Nope. Or does or do you fight it at that point and go, well then if you're going to That's what I do. <laughs> say, yeah. If you're going to say I'm going to smile if you tell me to. So what if somebody in just the right little uh, nice little friendly way they you you cross paths at Maverick or something and you're like and they're going, hey, it's National Smile Day. Smile. Well, if they said that, maybe. But if they just go, hey, what's the matter? Smile. I'm like, mm-mm. That's not happening. Nope. Or would you just come out and say, hey, this is my resting biatch face? Yeah. I ha- sorry, I have RBF. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And uh, then some people will walk back to their vehicle and go, <laughs> and they'll Google, what is RBF? Yep. Hey, guess what day it is? It's National Utah Day. Hey. Yeah. Utah, we love thee. And I don't know why, because we were made a state on January 4th of 1896, but uh, today's the day that we, uh, I guess the national day calendar takes a day and highlights every state, and today is is our day. Today's the beehive state. Hmm. Not the day we were made a state, but today's the day we celebrate. So we celebrate just because somebody... Voted that that's the way the the chips fall. Yeah, I guess they, they were. That's the day we got assigned to celebrate Utah. We were huh. the forty fifth state uh, to join the union. I wonder if they just take the fifty states and just. They did, yeah. They, they and then they, that, that, there's no rhyme or reason. There's just you know. You'd maybe think the day they became a state, but yeah. that's not how they yeah, did I it. Think. But maybe too many of them fell in one. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, if you work in radio or you love concerts, it's National Save Your Hearing Day today. Huh? Uh, yeah. It's a day to recognize the importance of preserving our hearing. A world no tobacco day. Good day to finally quit the habit if for some reason. Now, it's different than the uh, Great Smokeout. This, this is, is like just, chewing tobacco? Yeah, I think everything. Just world no tobacco day. It's National Macaroon Day. Um, Went down to a family thing in Spanish Fork. And we were all wishing we had uh, an autonomous vehicle to drive us back home mm-hmm. late at night. Because everybody was tired? Because everybody was like, oh. Who got voted? This is why it drove. To drive. Yeah, why it drove home. In the rain. It was raining pretty hard. It was late. And we were just like, oh, this is such a long drive. But uh, we was made Was that it. on like a Saturday night? Because it was raining hard in it Spanish was, Fork on Saturday night. Sunday night. So. Oh, my gosh. Well, um and it's a World Parrot Day. So if you have a parrot, celebrate your parrot. Teach it a new swear word. <laughs>
birthday. Oh, my friend had a, a I think it was a gray Amazon. Is, is that a kind of parrot? Gray. Yeah. That thing was a, he swore like a sailor. He was around you then. No, I never got like to, his name was Tigger and I never got to meet him. But I could hear him swearing in the background whenever I would call Marlene. What was she, the what, what was the most son common of a, son of a bee? Son of a bee. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'd be talking around the phone. He's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Did she have him since he was a baby? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Well, because sometimes you adopt a bird. She got him, and yeah. he had a previous life. That is what happened. She got him pretty young, but her friend or so I don't know her friend or something. Got sick, and so uh, and and the friend's husband was was quite the sailor swearer, ah, and that's where he got it from. That's and, where he got it, and he never he never gave it up. And it was so funny to call her because it sounded like kind of like a a real person in the background. I mean, Son of a sailor parrot's man. Yeah. Wow. And it was so funny. She'd be like, "Just a minute, I've got to go in the other room." Well, let's check out this damn weather. <laughs> And the and the traffic first, I guess we got to do that. It's probably no wonder you guys weren't uh, chuckling at that. They're going, well, didn't we? It's don't like, we do what? traffic? Weather. Yeah, let's uh, let's do traffic. And excuse me for my language. Let's check out this darn traffic first. Much more appropriate. There we go. Dave. Yes. <laughs> Actually, you know, very rarely I tell you that I my alarm wakes me up. You know, usually I'm up and my body's already telling you me to get up. You actually got enough sleep that your alarm woke you up today? I did. Yeah, it was a little bit of a restless night, which, I, you know, still. But at the moment that my alarm went off, my first alarm went off, I was in a Kane Brown dream. What was happening? We were backstage and there was a whole bunch of uh, artists backstage. It was kind of like the ACMs. Okay. And... And I was just about ready to, uh, Kane Brown was just down the hall and I wanted to, and I said, look, I want to kind of walk by. I just want to see what he's wearing. Okay. And so just as I went to to walk by to see if he was wearing, they said that, oh, he goes, oh, he forgot his jacket. And he had to run and get his jacket from his uh, room, you know, his Kane Brown room, because he was next to perform. And so he just uh, was going onto the stage to perform, and so I didn't have a chance to really see. And my alarm went off, and I thought, "Well, son of a gun!" Oh, that's very disappointing. I'm gonna have to finish that one later, yeah. I guess. So Kane Brown, Chris Young, famous friends, uh, and uh, Dave and Deb in the morning were friends. Not so much famous, but were friends. 
and hopefully we're friends with you. We appreciate you taking us along. Yeah, thanks for being here. What's that smile about? What are you smiling at? Today happens to be National Smile Day. Smiling's my favorite. And when you smile, it can make you or someone else feel better. Today is Smile Day. There's that beautiful <laughs> smile. Is there anything that'll brighten your day more than someone's flashing a big smile? Grinning from ear to ear. National Smile Day. Hey, let's turn that frown upside down. Say cheese. Cheese. It's showtime. Smile. Gosh dang it. It really does make people's day. Sometimes we don't realize that, but just a little bit of a smile, you know, and you're thinking, this happens to me every once in a while when I go through like a drive through or something, and because that's where I spend a lot of time. Getting fast food. <laughs> and uh, speaking of which, I'm doing the fasting thing again. I'm starting my oh, first day of fasting. Yeah, I didn't eat since 6.30 yesterday, p.m., so I'm good to go till 1030, if I'm not mistaken. And then what are you going to eat at 1030? Everything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I possibly can. Everything that I've been dreaming about for 16 hours, I'm going to eat. No, my my uh, my son was telling me about this over the weekend, too. Um, and he was, uh, he was saying, you know, really, he goes, you start to feel amazing. He goes, you do this for four or five days. And you start to actually feel amazing. I mean, not only do you drop some weight, and he goes, "You don't have to, you know, you, you know, you don't have to. You can still eat kind of what you want. I mean, it's better if you eat healthy, but uh, you can still eat, you know, when you eat, and obviously within moderation type stuff. But you know, he says once your body kind of acclimates to it and gets used to it, um, he goes, it's really pretty, pretty amazing. So I'm going to try it. I'm on my first day." And I might be biting somebody's head off by, you know, 10 a.m. And I've already had streaked cheese and grapes. Yeah. So I'm out. <laughs> and, okay, and here, so here's my question. He, he he said that you can't even do, like, a mint. He goes, you if you do it strict, you can't even do any kind of, like, even just a mint or a little teeny thing here. Because I guess what happens is your body, even those little 10 calories that come in off of a mint, uh, he'll say it it tries to metabolize and and it screws it all up. So I can't even have a mint or anything. My question is is that can you have can I still drink my sugar-free zero calorie monster or whatever it is in the morning that I wake up with? Wow, you can't even have a no calorie No, I'm, no, I'm asking that question. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not the obviously uh, yeah. I'm not the uh any kind of a diet expert. But these intermittent fasting specialist people. Now, Lee knows a little bit about this. I don't know if you can drink. I know that you're supposed to drink water, and you can drink as much water as you want mm-hmm. when you're fasting. But I'm wondering if I can drink my bucked up. If if it's sugar-free, you can. But they kind of, they just prefer that you stick to water. Or I I think you can have coffee and yeah, I heard coffee, tea with with no sweeteners, no right. anything, nothing. As long as there's no sweeteners or no milk in it, I don't think you can have. But see, that. coffee has other things like caffeine. It has other things in, you know. Yeah, I mean, that that was that was what I read is that stay away from caffeinated beverages. Huh. Even if it's even if it's diet, but yeah. I've I've done it where I've had a sugar free beverage. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't want to screw it up, but yet, on the other hand, I don't know how to wake up. 
<laughs> so I don't, I don't mind the catch twenty two. I gotta I gotta have a little bit of a caffeine fix in the morning, or I'm just gonna me be... too. <laughs> first thing, yeah, it is. It's it. I'll I'll be the first to admit it. I'm I'm addicted with the old caffeine. Hey, we're back. Time for the Pledge of Allegiance. Really the best part of the morning. We have such a great song coming up for you. I mean, they always are. But, uh, man, this one is, is one that really hits home, especially around Memorial uh, Weekend. So uh, give us a call, 801-570-5767. You can get on the radio live in the morning here and uh, help us out with the pledge. We really appreciate it. Of course, there's always a couple of other ways that you can pre-record them and send them in. Right off your own device and email it to Dave and Deb at KSOPCountry.com. Plus, you can go to our Z104 app as uh, well. Coming off Memorial Day, we're going to play Arlington by Trace Adkins. 400,000 veterans are buried at Arlington National Cemetery. Wow. Uh, it's a military cemetery. You said you'd been there? Yes. Uh, in Arlington County, Virginia, across the Potomac River from Washington, D.C. Uh, 639 acres uh, the dead of the nation's conflicts have been buried, beginning with the Civil War, as well as reinterred dead from earlier wars. Very somber and uh, uh, I humbling. I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, it's just, and you watch the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, and they walk, and they guard it, and it's just, uh, it's really amazing. But um, <clears throat> anyway, yes, a, a very appropriate song, and we appreciate you calling in. Who is this? Oh, it's Justin from Magnus. How are you, brother? Oh, just living the American dream. There you go. <laughs> and back at it again here after, did you get your uh, a three-day weekend? I did. Oh. It was a good time. Oh, good for you. Got in a fight with the twins and hit them back and forth oh, a couple no. times, you know. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have a, tra- a tradition where you go uh, decorate graves and pay respects or... Uh, we went to this uh, thing my grandpa was dedicated to out there in West Valley. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. Okay. A little rainy yesterday, you know. I noticed uh, if you had taken the old umbrella or something like that if you're going around to the graves yesterday. Um, we went last night, and it wasn't too bad. It was, yeah. It was. It cleared up, and it was pretty good last night. It did. It was really beautiful. and it's. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, rain or no rain, it was... It's always, I think, a great way for you to. We were just about ready to say, well, let's just wait later on, until later on in the week, till it's nicer, and then we'll go out. And I don't know. I'm just glad that we went on the day yesterday to pay tribute. And it, uh, it just uh, is, at least for me, it kind of makes me feel grateful for those who have sacrificed so much ahead of us. Absolutely. Justin, we appreciate you calling in. It's all, uh, all a part of our morning. A routine that we do here for the Pledge of Allegiance. It's all yours. You bet. My daughter's going to help me with it today. Oh, I love that. Now, what's her name? Her name's Brinley. And how old is she? She's uh, at 13, but she's nine. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Well, awesome. All right, y'all are going to do it together, or is she going to do it? You want to do it yourself? You want me to help you? All right, here we go. All right. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. God bless America. I never thought that this is where I'd settle down. I thought I'd die an old man back in my hometown. They gave me this plot of land 
me and some other men for a job well done. There's a big white house sits on a hill just up the road. The man inside he cried the day they brought me home. They folded up a flag and told my mom and dad we're proud of your son. And I'm proud to be on this peaceful piece of property. I'm on sacred ground and I'm in the best of company. I'm thankful for those, thankful for the things I've done. I can rest in peace. I'm one of the chosen ones. I made it to Arlington. I remember daddy brought me here when I was eight We searched all day to find out where my granddad lay And when we finally found that cross He said, son, this is what it costs to keep us free Now here I am a thousand stones away from him Recognized me on the first day I came in And it gave me a chill When he clicked his heels and saluted me And I'm proud to be on this peaceful piece of property I'm on sacred ground and I'm in the best of company I'm thankful for those, thankful for the things I've done I can rest in peace, I'm one of the chosen ones I made it to Arlington And every time I hear 21 guns I know they brought another hero home we're thankful for those thankful for the things we've done we can rest in peace because we are the chosen ones we made it to Arlington Yeah, dust to dust, don't cry for us We made it to Arlington Trace Atkins, Arlington Z104 Justin and Brinley helping us out with the Pledge of Allegiance right before that from the Magna area Thank you so much Little Big Town, hell yeah. This morning is a beautiful, gorgeous morning. It's a little chilly, though. Uh, bundle up a little bit. If you go out for a little morning jog, wear that uh, crocheted little afghan that your grandma <laughs> just kind of throw that around your shoulders a little bit. That should, right. should help a little bit. Hey, uh, do you want to do a hell yeah or a hell no for the movie you saw over the weekend? Oh, it's hell yeah. What was it, Top Gun? Uh, Top Gun Maverick. So good. 
$156 million. And you helped contribute that. I did. For the four-day opener. Now, this is uh, domestically, it was $127 million from Friday through Sunday, uh, but $156 million if you add in Monday's total. Now, the previous record holder was Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End with a $153 million opener. This was also the biggest opening for Tom Cruise movie. First time that he's cleared $100 million or more. Tom's previous best was War of the Worlds, which had a three-day opening take of about $65 million in 2005. So pretty good chunk of money. Yeah, I loved how they integrated um, Val Kilmer in there and the kid that plays um, Bradley Bradford, uh, Goose's son. Okay. Looks like looks like he could be Goose's son. I mean, it was oh, they really, cast it just yeah, so well, huh? His uh, his call sign is Rooster oh, okay. in the movie, and he is um, it, it's just so good. Is there any chance that I could possibly find out how Tom Cruise can never age? I know, right? That was I was studying him the whole movie. Yeah, I'm like, what the? And I saw a picture, and it was really mean, and it was like, uh. Top Gun 1986, and it had Kelly McGillis and Tom Cruise. Yeah. And then it said 2022, and it had Kelly McGillis and... She was looking really old, and Tom oh, Cruise... Oh, oh. Yeah. And then Tom Cruise is looking different. I know. He kills me. Yeah. He just kills me. Now, I don't know if it's because... Look, I don't think there's any amount of millions of dollars. When you sit... I think genetically some people can just do that. I, I don't know how, but genetically, I think that they can. Now, we all know that there are plastic surgeons, that, but he looks like he has not had a stitch of yeah, anything he done. look like he's had anything. I'm like, is it plastic surgery? Is it Scientology? Yeah. What is, what is it? Yeah. You uh, and I, maybe you and I should just check into Scientology and find out what the heck I, this I, is I, all about. I don't about. think it's either one, no, but I, I know, just think but, it's good genetics, but wow. Yeah. Just, uh, he just kills me, but... But then you also look at people like Tim McGraw, too. You know, I mean, I think it's it's a matter of you just sort of now he focus looks, on Tim taking McGraw care of yourself. Looks different. I mean, he looks fabulous, but yeah. he looks different than he did 20, 30 yes. years ago. Yes. But Tom Cruise basically doesn't look any different. Yeah, not at all. I, I, I was trying to find a wrinkle on that guy's face. Me, too. I was studying him the whole... Did you see it? No, I haven't, but I was I was watching the trailers, and yeah, I thought, come on. I was studying on. him the whole movie. I was a little distracted, <laughs> trying to figure out the fountain of youth. Right? <laughs> I know. It kills me. I'm it like, just the... kills me. Yeah. All right, look, we want to throw this out here this morning before y'all get dressed. Uh, and maybe you already have, but there's a TikToker by the name of Sydney Raz has been racking up uh, all of the hits with this one. Things I didn't know until I was in my 30s videos. Now, he learned the best way to button a shirt from the is uh, from the bottom up. Costume designer taught him that one. I top I'm top down. Uh, if you think about it. I am too. I am too. I'll bring it across, I'll find that top button, I'll yep. figure out okay, and then I'll go all the way down. So I'm top down. Uh he also learned that you should store brooms upside down. Because it keeps the bristles straight. Uh, and this is a word everyone gets wrong. It's not wheelbarrow, like shooting fish in a barrel. It's wheelbarrow with an O-W. I've always called it wheelbarrow. Have you called it wheelbarrow? No. Wheel, wheelbarrow. Barrel. I use the R-O. 
Okay. Or R-O-W or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Wheelbarrow. Huh. I've never called it that. But maybe some But yet of, I can kind of see why somebody would get mistaken over that. Wheelbarrow. Wheel yeah. Wheel yeah. A barrel. Yeah. A barrel. Barrel, yeah. Yeah. Do you do any yard work? Uh, did I do any? I mowed. Yeah. But, okay, so we have, has, a, we have, a, uh, we have a city page, you know. Farmington yeah. City neighbors or whatever, and everybody's ratting everybody out on on watering. Who do I call when my na- you know uh-huh. instead of just? I mean, I get it, but really, you're ratting out your neighbors, and you're going to call anyway. There was a big thing, and then somebody said, "Well, what we really ought to be doing is not mowing our lawns." So now, not only do I feel judged oh. when I'm watering, but now I feel judged that I'm mowing. Oh, Deb! But I'm not. Let my lawn just go. Just to- well uh, now, but you don't cut it real short either. I think some people, when they cut it super short, they feel like, oh, I got to water more because they suggest that you don't cut it very short. Yeah, it's right? not golf course. It's like one tick down on the on the deck. Oh, that's on, it. Yeah, one tick down. So well, sure, because that's a good measurement right there. Well, it, whatever. No, no. <laughs> I think I think the top thing is four inches, and I'm at three and a half. Uh, on the deck setting. Hey, that's about where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should bring that but up. Really, let's call it eight, uh, right? Uh, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. So no, I now I'm just like, oh my gosh. So I just never thought twice about mowing my lawn, and now I'm like, wow, I I'm feeling like people are going, why are you mowing your lawn? We're in a drought. Oh, that is. Uh, I I feel I feel judged. It's just one tick down from the top. I like that. You I know, I know, but that's the way we. Uh, that's uh, that's the way I would measure something. Well, it's just you know one click down. You just do the little clicky thing, and then you're one click down. You know that one. Well, I mean, you know, before I didn't think about water, I would be like maybe three or three or two two and three quarters, uh, which is I don't know three ticks down or four ticks down. And now I'm like, I feel like I'm really leaving it pretty long. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of one of those things on the list about uh, your ruining the life of your broom. Here's something I didn't know until I was in my 30s. You're supposed to store a broom upside down. Hanging the broom keeps the ends nice and straight. If you have nowhere to hang your broom, you can just flip the broom upside down and lean it in a corner on its handle. Hmm. I do not hang my broom. I hang my broom in the garage, my push broom. But as far as my uh, other broom for the house, it's just in the pantry, and I let it sit same, on its bristles. Exact bristles. same. Yep, I hang my garage broom, and it's bristles not touching anything. So we are totally mistreating. I know. I'm like, I'm like all out of sorts with Our my uh, domestic policies. I've been buttoning my shirt wrong. Right. And I've been mistreating and abusing the uh, the broom. One of the little thing here in the news, you were talking about how somebody mispronounces um, uh, wheelbarrow uh, is is the cr- incorrect way. It's supposed to be wheelbarrow, borrow, barrow. <laughs> now it sounds. Now it's starting to sound weird it's to like, me. Is it barrow pit or borrow pit oh. on the road? Oh. I would say the barrow pit, but I've. How do yeah. you say it, Deb? Because you're. I mean, Lee, you. She's you the do traffic the, expert. Yeah. Do you Hello? say do you say you're down there in the borrow in the borrow pit or the burrow? The burrow, barrow pit. Barrow. I is mean, is it barrow. a barrow pit? 
Do you say borrow pit? No. Because I've heard people say borrow pit. No, I've never said that. I mean, and it doesn't matter. And if it was a burrow, <laughs> that's a whole different story. A borrow pit or a... A, a borrow a, pit. All right, down in the borrow pit. That's what you say, borrow? I... Now you got her you thinking. Sometimes I, I don't know. I know. What I say, actually, isn't That's, that weird? Yeah. Isn't that borrow, crazy how you think girl? about it? It's down in the borrow borrow pit. Bar, borrow down in the borrow pit. Borrow borrow. I, guess I just don't say it a lot. I don't know. Um, speaking of which, uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, she uh, mispronounced. She was she's being mocked after attempting to use the term. Petri dish over the weekend. Oh no, Petri! But, but actually, using the phrase "peach tree dish," you have to accept the fact that the government totally wants to provide surveillance on every part of your life. They want to know when you're eating. They want to know if you're eating a cheeseburger, which is very bad because Bill Gates wants you to eat his fake meat that grows in a peach tree dish. So you'll probably get a little zap inside your body and that say, no, no, don't eat a real cheeseburger. You need to eat the fake meat from Bill Gates. In the peach tree. Peach tree. That's different. Peach tree dish. Peach tree dish. (laughs) Peach tree. The peach tree dish. I know most people. I mean, in school, you have to. You pull around with petri dishes, right? Anyway, and, and you know, here I am laughing, and I mispronounce crap all the time. This is not headline news. Scientists say there's something called a dipole repeller pushing up against our galaxy, or maybe that's the plot of the new Stranger Things. I get confused. A California city will run out of water by July 1st. The good news is no one will notice because they're using their garden hoses to siphon gas. Mountain Dew may be coming out with a pickle-flavored soda this summer. Just so those pineapple pizza freaks have someone to look down on. The Rock's daughter, Simone, is going to be a pro wrestler. Her wrestling name? Pebbles. And Clint Eastwood turns 92 today. Now when he says his iconic line, do you feel lucky? It's when he holds out his finger and asks them to pull it. This is not Headline News. Miranda Lambert, if I was a cowboy here. Z104, good morning. Happy Tuesday, 709. So what profession do you think has the most cheaters in it? Profession that cheats the most. Uh, uh, I don't one, know. Professional gambler? I don't know. I don't know. But now, what about cheating on your spouse, though? You know what I mean? Oh, the, that, that kind, kind of cheating. cheating. Uh, now, if you think about this one, bartender lifestyle, what about that one? Um, I just picture the bartender as somebody that's like a sounding board and not necessarily heading off with customers, but I don't know. Bartenders close up the bar. And then go and party and hook up with other bartenders and servers. So is it bartenders? They stay out late and they cheat. What? So it's bartenders. But this was kind of an unofficial thing. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I don't want to make all bartenders and paint them with a broad brush. Um, what other professions? Yoga teachers. Now, this, uh, this might be kind of a random one. This came in here. Uh, yoga teachers. Um, because, you know, that downward dog, <laughs> but, 
they say better better watch out for your yoga instructors. Really? Um, I mean, but again, this is unofficial. This I is mean, do you not, feel like the, the gym is kind of a breeding ground for that? Everybody's in their tight little pants, and everybody's looking at everybody. I, I, and... Yeah, I suppose that it could be one. Yeah, I think it's one of those. It's like it could be one of those display things where you're, um, if you're going because I'm sure a lot of people go to, you know gawk or you know if you're not super well, serious about your workout yeah. you just sit around on the machines and look at everybody i guess but now sometimes it's fun to, i just call it people watching but it's one of Is those that what things you call it <laughs> <laughs> well you know what i mean but it is kind of funny to watch i mean all kinds of people though i mean it really is it's so uh it's so interesting to watch how some people uh, do some of the machines, what they do. I'm always amazed. Every single time I go, I'm amazed at how I'm learning actually new exercises off of stuff. I'll watch somebody do something off to the side, and I'm like, well, that's cool. I mean, you know, I mean, it. it I learn quite a bit as well. And then usually I'll try that at home, and I'll go, well, that didn't work quite as well as the way they did it. Uh, but, you know, it's one of those things where you... Now, there is one thing that kind of will make you feel sometimes sort of good, at least for me, and that is if I do a certain exercise that I probably learned from somebody else, and then you you catch somebody else doing the same thing within the next few minutes there at the free weights or the barbells or something like that, and they're, and you're like, oh, yeah, I taught them that. Yeah, they looked. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. It, what do you think? Do you think, uh, you know, you hear a lot about uh, people who have gym crushes. Um, there are some people that you know that they do. You you know they get dressed up for the gym, and they're not worried too much about their workout. People are saying uh, lots of comments coming in the gym. Yeah. Uh, truck drivers, Uber li- and Lyft drivers. Hmm. Yeah. What profession uh, cheats? The most. But you said the answer is, the is bartender. It was right up there. Because I guess now if you're a bartender, chime in. Maybe I'm saying something that you're like, that's not true. I would always think that people that work the trades, you know, that go to your home. Oh, like the cable guy. The cable guy, electricians. The uh, carpet cleaner. Yeah, window cleaner. Those people that come into your home. The pool boy. Yeah, the pool boy, definitely the gardener. Yeah, <laughs> but that's true. That's a good point. You know, there they there it's like e- the, it would be easy. Okay, you know, you, some woman meets you at the door in lingerie. I mean, and you're delivering a pizza. Yeah, didn't somebody didn't somebody talk about that? Yeah, we did. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, we actually threw that out. That's and somebody they said, who delivered pizza. Yeah, and they they chimed in and they said no, they that really is a real thing. They get people soliciting, you know. I mean, that's I a, I'm like boy. I cracked the door with one eye and I'm like, "Okay, I'll just be in here if you need me. I don't want anybody. <laughs> I don't I doesn't even occur to me." Well, I do the no contact delivery thing, man. Just leave it on the yes. doorstep and then I don't have to even come out. Sometimes I know, but if you have like an electrician, somebody who has to come in well, your sure. house to sure. do their job. And you know that there's those people now that kind of Rona is a little behind us here that, uh, you know, there are people that now that are more and more saying, no, but deliver it to my door. 
and <laughs> and then there. Yeah, I'm sure there's lots of people. Uh, hey, somebody says surgeons, police officers, pilots, or flight attendants, attendants, <laughs> law enforcement. Uh, I have to agree with Lee on the trades, the plumbers, the electricians, police officer. Most of the ones I know have cheated. I was going to say the milkman or the mailman. Yeah. Do they even still have? Do milkman? we still have milkman? Milkman anymore? Does Winter Dairy still deliver? I don't know around? If Winter Dairy does. Yeah. Interesting. I haven't seen a milk box forever. Yeah. We used to. When I growing up, I used to. That's how we got our. That, milk, that's how we got ours too our as dairy. well. Yeah, it was kind of cool. The milkman no longer cometh, it says. Oh. Um. <laughs> In both ways. Sorry. He's no longer delivering. <laughs> <laughs> so you might as well shut up your uh, milk box, <laughs> people. Close the old milk box. It is not working anymore. Anyway, I guess you. Uh, I guess you could. Uh, you know, it makes me wonder how many people have actually tried hooking up with a delivery driver just to see if they can't get their stuff free. You know, but you've already paid You'd have prepaid to be for it. A real hoe. Yeah. If you're gonna put out for, for a, a free pizza. gallon of milk, <laughs> or a tip, <laughs> or milk, or just yeah. your tip, because you, in order to get your food delivered to your house, you've already prepaid for it. So about the only thing that you could possibly trade out for would be a $3 tip or a $4 tip or a $5 tip. Now, Deb would do it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'd be like, here's your tip, and I'll thank you very much. But- I just I just remember that in Utah, they, they had that a scam where people actually would were going door to door doing pap smears. And people actually did it. What? Uh, the? Yes, yes, yes. I think we've talked about this before. We have talked about this before. It was a it was a story that happened here in Utah. Somebody was going around door to door saying they were doing at home pap smears. More convenient, but and I just people cannot did believe. It. No. Did they, they bring their own stirrups? Did, it. did they bring their own stirrups? I I don't have any idea. Oh my gosh, I do remember reading that though, because we always talked this was about years ago. Yeah, but it. it I just never forgot that story. I was like, really? You would do that? Now, they do have a, a mobile mammogram, which we call the boob mobile or something, right? It's the, <laughs> right, they do a, have a mobile but mammogram. But they really do have a mobile mammogram. You know, I don't want to make too much light of that one. But you know, you know what, people? Doctors do not go door to door. They don't. They don't even do home. <laughs> they don't even that. do home visits anymore. I know. <laughs> They're not going to come to your door and say, hey. We'll do pap smears. You know that somebody's just going... Out in my van. Yeah, right? Oh, my gosh. I know. No. Enrico's van. It's not so much that, because there's a lot of pervs, but that people do it. That's what I couldn't get over, that there were women that actually did it. Well, that's probably the most... Maybe that's why. That is massive fear of going to the OBGYN if you're going to do a home doorstep well, pap smear. I think somebody just needs a little bit of action. I think there's just a, <laughs> this is just going. That's just flat out being lonely. I think right there. <laughs> if that's all they can get, it's just so bizarre. I just could not believe it. Now this is going to be a little cold. Now this won't hurt a bit. This is. <laughs> do you have some hot water? I could run this under here for just a little bit. <laughs> yesterday was get a little chilly on that as well. You know, you did your little barbecue or. 
Uh, did you get out the barbecue? Uh, we had a barbecue, but not at my house. Um, but we all stayed in and let the men do the cooking in the of rain. Of course. Yes. The grill master needs yes. to have his moment in time. I barely stepped outside and handed my plate out to the grill master. And then ran and away? A, and he put a burger on it, and I went back inside. And how was it? Delicious. Right. My first uh, barbecued hamburger of the season was fabulous. Yeah. Thank you, Greg. There you go. Let the grill masters do their thing. Yes. Male or female, it's their territory. At 36 at the house this morning. Burr. So, yeah, it was a little chilly. One of the cars almost was like borderline. You could tell it was mildewish. Not mildewish. What do you call that? Dewish. Just dewish. I was going to say, um, it's been there since it's, last year. It's been, there. it's been there a little while. But it's a little. it was a little dewish on the windshield there. But uh, anyway, it, it's pretty, it was pretty chilly this morning. Still kind of is. Uh, but we will warm up to 73 tomorrow and 83 by Thursday. Right now, it's 43 and sunny downtown. It's Parmalee and Take My Name and Take This Dad Bod. You go ahead. It's all <laughs> yours, baby. You take this dad bod. Hey, good bod. news, everybody. Yeah, this is good news. My wife is going to love uh, this. I just got to convince her of it. Time for, time for the annual, you know, story about how chubby dudes don't have to worry about their beach body. Somebody pulled again, like, very, very sophisticated. Someone, someone pulled over one thousand Americans ahead of the summer uh, here and found that dad bods still are trendy and now sexy. I think that may only last as long as till everyone's seen the football scene in the new Tom Cruise uh, Top Gun movie. Okay. Oh. In- and that's another thing. Not only did I study his face, you studied his He bod. takes his shirt off uh, a couple of times. And Tom I'm like, Cruise. Oh my gosh. So the dude's in shape now too he's, then. Well he's freaking like 60 years old. And he looks, He he's playing football with all these young bucks not even, come and on, he, not even a flab, come nah, on. uh-uh, no, and he looks as good or better than most of them. It's unbelievable. <sighs> what, what, what is, what's the deal with this guy? How come know. this has not been more know, of a thing? Th- this dad bod thing may be an okay, might be short-lived. Yeah. 70% of women and 49% of men are fans of the dad bod. Now. Th- Three quarters of people defined it as a guy who's still somewhat fit. But with a little extra padding. Well, sure. That's what I like to. Yes. That's what I like sure, to refer to it as. I have a little extra padding, but I'm pretty fit. Just a little extra padding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm fit underneath here. Now, just about half, forty nine percent overall, said that dad bods are sexy, and just under half of those people would prefer a dad bod over a guy who's all muscle. Now, I don't get this. Yeah. Uh, to me. But maybe it's just like you know what. Because uh, a guy that's obsessed with his body, I don't know. But wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't you, you rather, rather just be with a guy who's like, yeah, it is what it is? I mean, well, sure. I mean, I don't, yeah, because I mean, overall in a relationship, but I'm thinking, my gosh, I, I have a hard time thinking that my wife would not, which would rather. I mean, I'm thinking that she would rather rub her fingers down some six pack than my little thing that goes. 
and and I'm just uh, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, come on, there's got to be something about huge firm pecs or shoulders or something where, uh, you know, you would want a little firmness than just a little bit of flabbiness. But that I it's I, evidently, just a little though, Dave. It said with a little extra padding, right? Well. There might be more dad bods out there than ever. 31% of men who have a dad bod said they developed it, developed it. It was like, uh, well, like sure. kind of like yeah. on purpose. I worked uh, on it. During the pandemic. Well, yeah. So they're blaming it on uh, the pandemic. Casey Heyman, 100% dad bods are sexy. Gym rats need not apply. Uh, Tom Cruise's thing is all CG. Andy Eastman. You think? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, how that's that's some pretty creative CG. If for some reason, you know, how do they create a CG body in movement playing on a football field? I can see it if it were not a whole lot of movement, but, but maybe I've been out of touch of the video world for a while. But I would think that that would be awfully difficult to maintain a natural looking, uh, you know, CG on on somebody. Um, on the screen anyway but well, it looked it looked real to me yeah i'm sure it did <laughs> but some people are saying that they're actually le- now is it because now i'm wondering if ladies be honest ask yourself this question is it because you are you don't want him to have the perfect body because then it makes you look out of shape do you, is it because you really kind of want to be uh, hopefully on the I, same level? I don't think it's that much. I think sometimes there's uh, uh, maybe somebody's so caught up in themselves, in their body, in their workouts that the relationship might suffer. I'm not, I'm not painting with a broad brush. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying sometimes the relationship might suffer because that person is so dedicated to their yeah, body. And no. so it, now it, somebody just sent me a tweet. It said, uh, Magic Mike grossed 167 million. If you think girls like dad bods keep dreaming, and then somebody responded to the tweet and said, "Well, Shrek grossed 484 million." <laughs> just so we're clear. <laughs> go Shrek! Oh yeah, go Shrek! I think it's probably maybe the philosophy of somebody watching hoarders that makes their house not look so bad. Yeah, absolutely. I've done you know? that. I've done that. And you're like, well, I things aren't totally yeah. too bad if for some reason it's like that. I don't know. Maybe it, it to me, it just seems like, uh, you know, there's that reels or TikTok or whatever it is that and it seems like it's going out and you see the person laying there and they're like, oh, fudge. Because the headline is, or the, the caption is, uh, I have a hot husband or a hot wife and now i gotta go work out so it goes oh fudge i gotta go (laughs) except they don't say fudge but they uh it's because i gotta go work out because you're trying to keep up with your spouse yeah that's just a lot yeah and usually man i know couples that are out there that are super dedicated as couples as well which i think is great because i think that keeps each other motivated you know, you can if you are on that same level and uh, you're keeping each other motivated to to uh, maintain good physical health and stuff like that. That's a, it's a great thing. But like you said, Deb, I think it can also go the other way. Where you, I think there's moderation in all uh, things for sure. Yep. Know. He turns sixty. Yeah. Right. 
That's insane. Yeah, wait till you see. Have you seen the movie? I have not. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, unbelievable. I hope I look that good at sixty. I do. I do too, Dave. Uh, while I am waiting for our connection, uh, once again, I, I lost it a second ago here to Channel Two, and so we're. I'm just uh, kind of waiting till we get the go ahead. But while we're, I'm going to kill a little bit of time. Speaking of losing weight or being in shape, we're going to find out. Um, a would you rather question? And this is specifically for Utahns. Utahns, would you rather lose 20 pounds of weight or $2,000 of debt? I know what I'd pick. Oh, I'd be weight all the way. Yep, me too. Same here. Yep. Not even a question, right? Yep. I mean, that's sad that we I'll are, pay up. you know. I'll pay up. Just give me the, yep. get, get the pounds off. We're going to find out. This is actually a little uh, article and stuff that came out uh, that we're going to read up on just a little bit. KC on the Z, perfect song, right? Boy, we're going to start feeling like summertime again. Coming up here, even though we had that 93 last week, 88 will be hitting here on uh, Friday. So it's going to feel like another summertime uh, day. Who is this? Hi, this is. Sorry, it's, what was your name? Susan. Susan. Susan, winner. Yay, yeah. thank you. Yeah, You're, you've got two splash passes for Calabunga Bay. Awesome, my son will love that. They yeah. have 12 water slides, 250,000 gallons of fun. And you can go to calabungabay.com to buy passes and reserve your spot. Uh, parking tubes and life jackets, always free. But Susan, you don't need to worry about that because we're sending you there on the Z, all right? Awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. thank you. Thanks for tuning in and uh, playing along. Of course, we're doing this all week long. It's a Cowabunga Bay winning week. 740, 1140, and 340 each day. You know what the really the best part, uh, Susan, is of Cowabunga Bay? What's that? It's in Draper. Oh, there you Dave. go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just don't think it would have been nearly the success if it were in Farmington. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we only have Lagoon. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Anyway, thanks for playing along, and a happy Tuesday to you. Did you have a good weekend? I did. Anything special, fun, barbecue, anything? Mm, uh, We just went to Thanksgiving Point and played. That was fun. Oh, fun. Awesome. I did a little um, barbecue yesterday, I think I mentioned. I did the Traeger uh, till Mm -hmm. till my Traeger caught on fire. (laughs) now this look before somebody from traeger hears and they cringe uh it is not traeger's fault it was my fault i didn't uh, change out the aluminum drain foiled thing oh david and so there was a fair amount of grease on there and when i cranked it up to do a little bit of searing uh the old flames came up around the corner and caught it ruin the meal it i had to hurry i salvaged as it just flamed (laughs) like a mother and I had buns on there toasting. I had, oh my gosh! <laughs> you should have seen how fast I was. I was yelling out to everybody. I'm like, "Give me a squirt bottle!" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and I'm taking off buns and patties as fast as I could, uh, and hurrying throwing them on there. Uh, but then once it was all uh, done, I'm like, "Oh, you idiot!" So I vacuumed that whole sucker out and. Uh, put new aluminum foil down and 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 we're good to go but it was my own fault i you know you don't want to let all that grease build up because uh, the sucker uh, caught on fire so we had a few little were you just doing hamburgers or what yeah just dogs and and uh, you usually don't run into that kind of an issue if you're just doing something you know slow 
um, at a lower temperature. But man, when I cranked it up to 400 or 450, something like that, then it, anyway, I hope y'all uh, had a good weekend. And <laughs> sounds like you did in spite of a little bit of rain that we had, which we was uh, most desperately needed. We also had a family member. You were talking about the, uh, the mowing police now yes, uh-huh. in Farmington. Yeah. Um, one of our family members, we were out and about on Saturday away from home and their doorbell camera went off and it was one of the neighbors uh, standing there. So they were trying to figure it out. I think they finally figured out uh, what neighbor it was. They ended up missing a call from that neighbor as well, I think. And anyway, they ended up uh, getting in touch with the neighbor and they said, hey, uh, it's raining and your sprinklers are on. Oh, seriously? Yeah, so they were giving them kind of a heads up. That, the neighbor uh, came to the door to tell them their sprinklers were on and it was raining? Yeah, and that they probably should turn their sprinklers off. Which, you know, you got to appreciate the intentions of a, of a good neighbor, you know? Yeah. But, <laughs> but, you know, I hate to see that. I do as uh, much I as know, as much as we're you, in, do you hate it enough to go uh, tell the person Well, I turn your damn sprinklers well, off? Well, you know, I did that. I just went and turned it off myself. Uh, this was not on an automatic thing. Remember a couple of years ago, I had a neighbor that was over the... Oh, yeah. And they were yeah, just... Yeah, yeah. They, they constantly... In fact, they never turned it off. They turned on their own sprinkler, one of those rainbird things that you off of a hose. Yeah. And they ran it for about... It was two days solid before I even... Finally went over there, and I'm like, I'm not even. I'm and just going to go and it turn it off. The lady was ho- the man wasn't home, right? And the lady didn't know how to turn it off. Yeah, uh, well, I think she knew how to turn it off. She was just like, huh, huh, well, whatever. I guess Bob has this running, so I better leave it. Yeah, his name's Bill, but you're very close to Bob. But anyway, uh, Lucy- I just went over and I turned it off, and she came running out, and I and she goes, "Oh, what are you doing? What are you doing?" And I said, "I'm just turning off your sprinklers. They were running for two days." Oh. Okay, you know, and I, she just kind of let it go at that, and I, I. Yeah, Lucy Baker says I would totally do that if you have your sprinklers on in the rain. You're an idiot. I mean, with with what situation we're in, come on, people. I guess I just, I guess I'm not confrontational, and it doesn't have to be a confrontation. I guess I'm just not. I would just would not. I would not do that. I would. I would maybe judge in my head for but, sure. But I think there's a way of just saying, "Hey, just heads up, your sprinklers are on," and. We've got, you know, quite a bit of rain falling. Or... Do they have the kind you can control with your phone so they could turn it off? No. So they actually had to give them the garage code oh, they... to okay. get in and right. turn it off, you know, that way. Right. But anyway. That works. All is well. All is well in Zion. Good. Just don't mow your lawn or use your water. Right. Ingrid Andrus is catching a little Sam Hunt in there called Wishful Drinking. Morning shout outs with Dave and Deb. Z104. Mm. All right, so uh, Letha says shout out to the Ogden Young Single Adults Third Ward for giving up their Friday night to lay sod for us. They work so hard. We're so grateful and love the rain that came all weekend long on our new lawn. Now, wait a minute. Is that, did they just volunteer to do that or is that just the way that you don't pay for some labor? Uh, I don't know. Hey, let's get the singles ward to come over and lay sod. I don't know how that sod. came to be. Maybe they were looking for a service project, but uh, anyway. Either Letha, way, it's all good. Letha and company uh, yes. lucked out. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> Kenny Liska says good and sad shout outs. Happy birthday to Brandy. You're a good girl. 
We share your sadness to the Layton family for Del Rey's passing. Oh, gotcha. Um, Got a couple over the weekend to hear as well. A uh, big shout out. And I went down to uh, Scandinavian Days uh, in Ephraim over the weekend. Oh. They do that on Saturday, and it's been doing it for years and years. And my gosh, it was busy. Did you Even, see a lot of folks you knew yeah, from the San so it was actually There's kind no of, Peter like a San Peter. <laughs> it, was, it was seriously like a, a reunion on... Uh, you know, right there in the middle of uh, Ephraim, a lot of people that we saw. The Trithals, uh, Jake Jacobson, a shout out to you, Dale Christensen, uh, and just a, a ton of people. That, it was just super good. To, Kendra Roberts, um, she was at, actually at the Chili's in uh, Spanish Fork. Uh, let's see if I can't pull up my list here. Uh, some other ones here that were down there. Um Scott and Robin Walker in uh, Spanish Fork, Brian Wolf, uh, and then also uh, Shane Davis. Uh, she married uh, Candace Carver, uh, an old Sam Peter as well. Good to run into you guys. Um, Macy Reese and Dad Randy Renshaw. Uh, shout out to you guys. And uh, we're uh, this is sort of all over the place, too. Justy at uh, Walmart over the weekend in Draper. She works there and listens to the show. Uh, appreciate that. Listens to also the radio station. Uh, Mara Veter got the Dave deal uh, over there with Matt at Strong VW. Got into a Passat. Um, and uh, it looks like that I, uh, I hope I catched every, caught everybody here. Uh, Shelly and Mike DeYoung De at Sukasa. Um, Sukasa is the place... <laughs> All of these places I have where that are all eating places. Like, yep, I know where that is. Yeah, it is it's good. It is Delicious. super good. It really is. Yeah. Uh, Steph Coon says, "Shout out to my sweetheart Seth. He's been working so hard to get the house finished. We've been remodeling, adding on since November. Living in the fifth wheel, we're ready for it to be done. I sure appreciate you, Seth, and I love you." Stephen Bridgewater, shout out to my roommate uh, Devin Turner. He's a hardworking guy. Candace Wiseman, shout out to Scott and Lane at Cottonwood Garage. You guys are the best. And we have some birthdays on this last day of May. Terry Campbell, Katrina Cornish, Pat Davis, Mike Kuhn, Julie Benj, Katrina Fitzwater, John Atkinson, Natalie Dow, Jeff Hagen, Blake Powers, Jerry Beard, Robert Cribby, Matt Garner, Chet McAllister, Robert George, and Libby Rhodes. Anybody else in Z Nation that's having a birthday, happy, happy birthday. And thank you yeah. uh, once again. You know, and we love morning shout outs just because it we it does bring to the realization that we have five listeners. Right. We love it that. was three, but now we're up to five. And we really appreciate that. So you remember your would you rather that was pretty easy? Yeah. Would you rather lose 20 pounds of weight or two thousand dollars of debt? Now, respondents were asked this particular question. Now, this was done on a nationwide basis, but they also broke it down to Utah here. Um, we steadily make our way through the year 2022 our resolutions a few months ago remember those yeah <laughs> the, if vaguely. you even if you even made any it was to spend less and eat less they begin to fade from our memory and a lot of us just left to ponder how frustrating it is that we still have large figures well it turns out utahns uh, the question was would you rather lose 20 pounds of weight or two thousand dollars of debt turns out the utahns are more concerned about their fitness debt than their financial debt Eighty-five percent of us said that losing weight is more important to them. Uh, this is broadly in line with the national average uh, when it comes to fitness. Many Utahns haven't been doing nearly as much as the recommended amount per week. Now they're saying fitness debt or a fitness deficit 
It can also be defined as a difference between how much exercise you should be doing according to the CDC recommended guidelines of 150 minutes per week. So that works out to be roughly about 30 minutes a day for five days. Is that right? Is my math right? Um, And the amount of exercise you actually do on a regular basis. So if you're exercising your body a fewer hours, fewer hours, then it needs to function optimally, optimally. Uh, you have a fitness debt. I'm just not good with money or fitness. <laughs> but however, I'm you're just, getting out on your bike, though. So uh, but you I can't. haven't been able to because it's been raining. Yeah, a lot of rain. You need to stay away from the leaves as well. I'm going you're this right. week, yeah. though, uh, for sure. It was a beautiful week for it. Utahns have an average fitness debt of 10.2 hours per year, uh, minus 8%, as compared to the CDC recommended amount of 130 hours per year, which is 150 minutes per week. So you kind of break that down a little bit um, across the states. Discovered that the two Dakotas, North and South Dakotas, were actually in an overall fitness credit to themselves. Actually getting more fitness than... uh, Nothing to do up there. I guess I'll go exercise again. That's that's more true than I'm sure you... (laughs) We joke about it, but it's like, well, what what else are we going to do? Anyway, Uh, research shows that those who spend extended periods of time sitting down obviously have higher rates of cancers, heart problems as compared to those who don't. Also leads to poor circulation and weight gain, both of which contribute to heart disease. So there you go. It looks like we're in the majority. Eighty five percent of the people said, hey, look, I'd rather uh, you lose 20 pounds than two thousand dollars of debt now. You know, I'm also going to just throw a curveball at you. What if, what if you just change that would you rather to this? Would you rather lose 20 pounds of weight or $20,000 in debt? Uh, I'd rather lose the 20000 in debt. So it makes a difference. You add yeah. another zero to yeah. that. Yep. That same here. Yeah. I would totally switch I'll my be, answer. I'll be fat, but not owe the $20,000 <laughs> for sure. That's 100%. what I'm thinking, right? Yes. My gosh, I'll take this dad bod any day if I can lower my debt by $20,000, which is a lot. So it does make a difference how to, much, to some. How much the debt is, yeah, Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. If your boyfriend or hubby spends more time at the gym than he spends with you, if his muscular pecs are bigger than your boobs, if his chiseled physique creates pressure for you to look flawless, and his rock-hard abs are actually uncomfortable to lay on, then send him to Planet Fitless at Planet Fitless, they have trainers who are real overweight dads. Always remember, guys with dad bods make a good pillow, we're always down for pizza, and we're usually more fun. So come get real and sexy. Ready to help guys with hot bods quickly upgrade to the more attractive body type. Planet Fitless. Getting out of the recliner is an ab exercise. Less pressure, more pleasure. Yeah, Yeah, baby, KB. On the Z, Kane Brown, his latest Like I Love country music. Hey, Dump It or Dig It, coming up next. We have a new song from a new artist from Phoenix. Uh, We're going to play it for you and see what you think. Somebody's going to win tickets to see Randy Hauser. I can't believe that's coming up in just a couple of weeks. Yeah. At the Ogden Amphitheater. Sponsored by Baku Bikes. Yes. Now for Dave and Dab's Dump It or Dig It. 
And Dump It or Dig It brought to you by Baku E-Bikes, the industry leaders in elite fat tire electric bikes and scooters, offering fun for the whole family. Baku. All right. uh, Today's song comes to us from an artist named Avery Anna. We have done a song from her before called Narcissist. Uh, This song is called Critic. She is uh, from Phoenix, Arizona. She has 1.3 million followers on TikTok, 89,000 followers on Instagram, and just waiting to be signed to a label. Her music is, I mean, I'm probably probably tainting the pool, but her music is incredible. Like for her age, the for any for any age, it, the lyrics are incredible. Uh, but you know, we want to know if, if she you, wrote this then. If you she like wrote. it, yeah, she's a songwriter. Uh, let us know, dump it or dig it. Uh, some of the lyrics are: I didn't know I wasn't old enough to pick the clothes I wear. I didn't know there was a wrong shade of blonde. I could dye my hair. I didn't know you were an expert, could write better songs than me. I didn't know you were incapable of hearing when I speak. Oh, boy. Um. <laughs> this one <laughs> this one nails it. It's, it's called Critic. Yes. Um, and it, maybe it's a parent. Maybe it's a significant other. Maybe it's a best friend. Maybe it's a sibling. Um, maybe it's we, social media. Uh, maybe. Yes. Yeah. So let us know what you think. Dump it or dig it. Text us 801-570-5767. Pick somebody randomly to win a pair of tickets to see Randy Hauser uh, June 10th. That's a Friday night at the Ogden Amphitheater. Same number to text. I'll also get you here to the studio if you want to just make a regular old phone call on Dump It or Dig It and Avery Anna.
That is some powerful stuff. Yeah. That's a um, young person, yeah. Corey Jensen, I dig it. Brian Gokoritz says dig it. Uh, dig it. Lyrics are on point. Haley Sargent says love it. Denise says dig it, love it. Jason Roper. Uh, Monique Shaver, Braden Crook. Chad Kerrigan says dump it. Uh, Karen Kahn says dig it. Great song, love her voice. Uh, Molly Tonga says dig it. Shane Yowd, jump it or dump it. Just not feeling it. Uh, Summer Andreasen says dig it. Demi Williams digging it. Jaden Hansen, Charlotte Lyman, Deb Laguerra. In case you're just jumping in, it's Anna Avery, or Avery Anna, and the song is just simply called Critic. Uh, Jareen Nelson, dump it. She's just mumbling the words. Uh, Jaden Hansen says, dig it. Uh, Deb Laguerre says, dig it. Great song. Uh, Heath Johnson says, dig it. Jeremy Hunter digging it. Steph Broberg, not too bad. Dig it. Danny the Trucker, ah, dump it. All I hear is that sad song, commercials with animals in it. Uh, <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin. Different song, uh-huh. different artist, but that's okay, Danny. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, Jaden Hansen says, dig it. Um, digging it. Sharon says, awesome, dig it. Bethany May, dig it. I hope I'm never anyone's worst critic. Yeah. Yeah. I caught myself thinking, do I do that? Yeah, right. I hope, I hope not. Bronte Houghton, well, uh, it's okay, dig it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tiffany Merrill says, this song is literally my life right now. Dig it. Uh, dump it from Zach Bryant. Eliza Nakeu says, "I freaking love it. Dig it." Um, you know, it just puts a little different perspective on the fact that you know we hear that cliche all the time that we uh, say we're our own our we are our our own worst critic. Uh, you know? But then you're like, nope, it's it's you. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there that are criticizing everything that we do. I relate, but don't know if I dig it yet. From Holly, dig it. I think lots of people can relate to this song. I love it. Laura Facer, Peggy Buchert says, dig it. Uh, Ryan Moore says, dump it. Uh, what a cute girl, too. And I dig it. Uh, beautiful voice from Debbie Nakos. Ty Dahl says, not awful. I'll dig it. Chanda Abney is digging it. What do you think about that saying where they constructive criticism? Do you think there is constructive You know what? I think criticism. if your friend says, hey, what do you think about my hair? Or what do you think about my, uh, these pants i just bought or this top i just you know i mean you can you can be honest and not rip them a new one uh and i as long as you delicately do it yeah because it is that trick question that a husband falls into and it's like do i look fat in these pants you know if your spouse asks you that that is always no yeah always right always no yeah honey uh, uh, we have to shop at AAA Tent Nonning, but no, oh. you don't. No, I mean, seriously, it's like, it just seems like you damned if you do, damned if you don't. And even if it's down to the simple question of these shoes or these shoes, and you say what you feel like you, you know, you, you, you feel is the best call. Well, I was hoping you'd say the other ones. It's like, ah. Uh, well, then say, well, then don't ask me. Yeah, exactly. Just pick your own damn shoes. Uh, Kelly Agard says, dig it. Mike Facer digging it. I love it. It feels relatable from growing up. Um, Melanie Bernard, Jalen Edwards, Corey Wagstaff, Ben Hutchins says, dump it. Absolutely terrible. Uh, Beaner says, dump it. Christy Camp digging it. Nathaniel Thompson dig it. Candace Wiseman. Uh, I'm going to say 90-10 for Avery Anna's Critic this morning and our winner this time around tickets to see randy hauser a week from friday night at the ogden amphitheater uh is uh monique shaver monique i will text you we'll get these tickets to you we'll have another dump it or dig it tomorrow morning 8 20 right here on z104 dump it or dig it brought to you by baku e-bikes 
Climb higher, go farther, explore more without adding stress to the environment. Best in class components, Baku e bikes. Find out more at Baku.com. Coming up, we're going to find out the top 10 things that make office workers lose their cool. <laughs> you, I'm sure we could all relate to that. And maybe you're heading off on a flight or shortly will be or sometime this summer. Three ways to make your bags actually come out first on a flight. Oh, I want to know that. I would imagine. See, the obvious thing to me would be be the last to check in your bags. We'll see. We'll tell you about it. Scotty McCreary and damn straight on the Z. So uh, taking a look here at our four-day week, I guess that's the nice thing. You, you come back. It's hard to come back. But on the other hand, you have look at it and go, hey. It's uh, almost the weekend. It's almost the weekend. Yeah. yeah. I so love that. You don't have to deal with your co-workers as long as a five-day. <laughs> what are some of the things they say that make office co-workers just lose their cool? Every workday has kind of its ups and downs. Have you noticed that um, if you do jump around to a different job, maybe you've found a different one? I'm not, I'm not saying you're the type. I'm not trying to stereotype. I'm not trying, you know, uh, for whatever reason... Or if you've noticed or observed somebody else who has jumped around and to just some different jobs, it just seems like you have your ups and downs no matter where you go. I I know very few people that if you were to ask them, they would probably say, I cannot think of one thing. That I don't like about my job. Right. Yeah, because a job is a, is a job and it's real life and there's ups and downs. Like forgetting to do a shout out that came in earlier. Oh, Can yeah. I do that real quick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my bad. Sorry. Uh, shout out to Abby, Abby, London, and Ellie. They're headed to girls camp. Oh, yeah. And uh, you girls have fun and no honey on the toilet seats, okay? Hmm. They're going to have little honeys hiding out in the bushes, though. You know that. <laughs> no, did you guys? Not. Did you guys sneak off and meet boys? No. Girls camp? Not at girls camp. We did when we were sleeping out in each other's yards. Yeah. No, but not at girls' camp. Hey, meet me on the Johnson's Tramp. Yeah, we got in trouble one night, really bad trouble. Like, the dad was, he made us leave. Oh, We wow. had to go sleep somewhere else. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's you. Just a hellion all the way. Right? New poll produced a list of 30 things that make office workers lose their cool. Now, we're obviously not going to go over the whole list. Chances are, at least one of these will possibly be the one that would set you off as well. Well, I don't think these are in any uh, order. It doesn't say they are. Unreasonable colleagues, whatever that means. Unreasonable like demands, or they never come to work, or they always have an excuse why they didn't get something done, or they talk their head off in staff meeting <laughs> while you're trying to conduct a meeting. <laughs> that sounded kind of a little specific. It wasn't. Yeah? Tracy Chapman. A big, a big workload. Here's another one. And again, now, 
who did they poll? Millennials? Like, well, I don't, I don't want to. Why? But I look, always have a lot to do at my job. Yeah. Uh, when I mean, wouldn't you like to be one of those people that show up to work and you're just like, I don't know if I have anything to do today. Now, I've seen you do this when your computer decides to do an update at the worst time. Oh, yes. Or your battery dies. Oh, it's horrible. You've, we've been yeah, on the uh, air and you're like, oh, yeah. Windows is updating. I yeah. can't do anything. Yeah. And Dell, is there a chance in hell that you could produce a battery that would last longer than three hours and 15 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Any chance that possibly that there would be a chance? It 9-15. is like clockwork. We're sitting here, and Dave grabs his backpack, and he's like, <laughs> he's unraveling his his uh, cord with the adapter for. with the adapter for the uh, laptop. He's like, dang it! I and he know. plugs it in one second too late, and his computer is dead. Every gosh dang thing. Uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, when your computer decides to do stuff at the worst possible time. Because it just seems like it's always at that time. Even if it gives you the low battery warning, you're like, oh, crap. Anyway, the printer not working. Again, a big one. Oh, that's I I go through that at home all the time. Yeah, you and I both have done that. Uh, inappropriate work conversations. We don't have any of those here, do we? <laughs> no. No. No, not, not even inappropriate comments on the air. No, never. At all. Dirty toilets. Okay, that's a... I don't know if it's everywhere else, but it definitely... I mean... Heather does a great job. She does. But three hours later, it's back to where it was. Yeah, if you've got somebody that uh, has maybe not uh, kept up on their personal hygiene, and they sit down on the toilet, and they have actually left a film of... Swass. Swass. I don't even know how else to put it. It's just swass. It's swass. It's it's sweaty A all the way. (laughs) (laughs) See, uh... There you go, the IT department. Which we don't really have here. It's just like hit and miss. Like, hey, does anybody know about how to increase the font size on a PDF document? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Inside joke. Okay, touche. Touche. I did this just just prior to talking about this. And I I said, can you? (laughs) I needed to print it out. And I go... This isn't really allowing me to increase the font size. And she walks over to the computer. She goes, well, just copy and paste it and put it into a different document. And I goes, well, yeah, but it won't let me copy and paste. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> and it totally let me copy and paste it. But it's really hit and miss around here with who knows anything about what as far as computer goes. And she's not going to take credit or, or she's not going to say anything. But Deb does an amazing job. She really does. She is. She's kind of a, a lot of our go-to IT department. And I'll give uh, CJ some uh, oh, kudos, the, too. CJ's it, the top honcho there. But I do appreciate a couple of people. We, and, and everybody has to wear different hats around yeah. here, and I get it. But uh, thank goodness we do have a couple of people that will help us out in times of need. Uh, someone at work pointing out a mistake you've made instead of just yeah. letting it go. Now, sometimes you have to, um, but sometimes you could have just let it go Yeah, and not made well, the person feel like... Uh, they're they're your own you're their worst critic you know you bring this up maybe in a staff setting uh, situation a staff meeting situation and it is it, it can be one of those things well it's like hey who had somebody, dinner last week at ten thirty seven a.m yeah and everybody or, looks at Jim. and everybody knows <laughs> you know and it's like well who in the production room uh went ahead and used it when it was not supposed to be used and they oh, all yeah. look at me like 
Well, it was you. And it was so. me. <laughs> it was you. <laughs> so, it's like, sometimes you just feel like saying, why don't you just come out and say it? Instead of trying to beat around the bush in a staff meeting. Like, we all know who does crap. And you might as well just come out and say it. Uh, colleagues taking personal calls on work time. I was grocery shopping, and the guy that was supposed to be stocking the... I think it was, what's Doritos? Is that like Lay's? The chips. I don't know. Anyway, he was on this big, long, drawn out personal call with this pallet, this huge thing of Doritos and all kinds of chips. And he's just chatting away. And I went through and I couldn't find what I wanted. So I'm like, well, I'll come back through and see if maybe he's stocked because my cheese fix wasn't there. Yeah. And then I. Heaven forbid. uh, Yeah. And then I came back and I'll be, he's still on the phone. Did, and you, he was did like, you just say? He was like, "Well, I didn't do that, and I didn't do it because." And and then he says, uh, "I thought I thought that you were going to take the kids here." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Get me my cheese fix. Yeah, he's taking a. Uh, he's supposed to be stocking my cheese fix, and he was well, taking sure. a personal call. I'm sure that at, is irritating. At Walmart. And then, of course, uh, leaving dirty. You say you say Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> You, you sell them well, out at the last minute. I didn't say which one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then leaving dirty cups or bowls around. It, coworkers. These are the top 10 things that make coworkers, uh, office workers, kind of lose their cool. Because you do have that person that goes, oh, I am as neat as a pin. Well, we even, we've even had, sign, you know, your mother doesn't work here yeah. in our kitchen. Because nobody's going to know who used that knife to cut a donut. You right. can just... You could set it in the sink because nobody's going to know yeah. who did that. Nobody's going to know who uh, made him a, a cup of coffee upstairs and then put the mug in the sink. Mm-hmm. It's kind of on the honor system. And we'll occasionally come in here to the studio, too, where, it, you know, it's in other uh, employee situa- employer situations that I've been in over the years. They absolutely say absolutely no food or drink inside the studio. Um, not and, us. But no, We're spilling no. and wiping and hoping many, the connections still work on the board. How many and, times have you spilled Diet Dr. Oh, Pepper on that I, keyboard over there? In the last 10 years, probably once a week. So how many is yeah, that? I 500? Know, I, know. I don't know. Anyway, it's crazy. But, you know, you do get the occasional person that will leave a big gulp cup in here or something like that or a Maverick cup. Well, it's I not my oh, I, I, do I don't do that. No, no, no. Dave and Deb mornings on the radio station that sucks just a little bit less. Jason Aldean, trouble with a heartbreak. Uh, Deb just ran outside real quick to, uh, and I thought she needed to just run out and toot. I thought, well, no, that's nice of you. Not. Didn't even toot or anything. I didn't. But she says, I just need to look at my tire size, and I'm like, Deb, I can tell you your tire size. They're 37 inch. Yeah, but what's the width and what's the height? 12 and a half. Okay. And the height is uh, nine, eight, nine, eight, nine, something. Nine, uh, I can't remember. The, wi- the wheel is. size is 20. Oh, the wheel. Re- Sorry. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, rim the wheel size. size. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Anyway, uh, because I have tire envy, I knew that. Yeah, if anybody so. wants to send me their uh, 37, 12, 5, 20. Send them to, to send them. Send to me eat. some free. Uh, some brands. Yeah. Tires. And don't solicit for that. <laughs> You know, we got seven people sending us Starbucks money the other day. I know, so I know. No, no Burt Brothers is going to take care of me. we got to be careful, right? And it looks like, now, there are still some schools that are in this week, right? From what I understand? Uh, yeah, some people had to go back, you know, for another couple, three days. 
I think uh, Salt Lake School District, uh, my wife had to go in uh, to do this, some stuff today. And so I know that Salt Lake School District is still doing a few little things here and there, too. But, you know, you're 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 heading off into your summer vacation months coming up. We are going to be talking about uh, what day is least likely day is the least likely day uh, to be punched <laughs> on an airplane. Now this is some good information. It is because you want to know what day you should fly. Well, sure. You don't want you want to avoid the Mike Tyson, you know, confrontation. Uh, plus, we're going to tell you a few little different ways on how to make your bags come out first when you're on a flight. As we uh, just barely came off of Memorial Weekend. It was the symbolic start to summer season and a national day of cookouts. Here's hoping the guy who used too much lighter fluid put on a good show as well. <laughs> uh, you know, those, um, it, it just, you, we saw this actually. Lee can probably, she's probably gone by now, but even if she was hanging around for a minute, we could attest to this because Thursday, was it Thursday afternoon or Friday? Friday, I believe. Uh, just there was a horrible accident down south uh, on I-15, southbound I-15, that was causing all kinds of delays. Cleared on down into, I, I think it was almost a Santa Quin or something like that. And it was because, you know, a camper flipped and rolled. I mean, you know, people are getting their trailers out yeah, for the first time. Yeah, they've been sitting all winter. Just having some issues, uh, you know. Partiers are still honoring the day. Um you know, today by spending all day and not being able to remember what they did yesterday. And I don't know if you took off your shirt yet. Did you take off your shirt yesterday, not yet. Deb? Not yet. No, not it yet. wasn't quite warm enough. Nope. Yeah, it was a little nippy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, nipply. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, that is, you know, when you take off your shirt for the first time during the spring or summer, whenever that is, that is definitely... And I didn't even have to take out my shirt off to discover that I'm like, oh, maybe I had to try that intermittent fasting thing. Because <laughs> obviously the gym itself just isn't cutting it. You you can't go to the gym, Dave, and then just eat whatever that you want. So I'm, I'm working well, on I'm that not as even, well. I'm eating what I want not even trying the gym. So you see how where that's getting me. Uh, anyway, it is it is one of those big old eye-openers. You not only look like you're a white-beached whale, but... Uh, it is, it, you also discover some of the things that were wrong with the trailer and the RV and the camper and the barbecuer and anything else that you pulled out. Attention all employers. Due to the fact that this is the day after the holiday, which kicks off the unofficial start of summer, which is usually celebrated with large amounts of alcohol, you may be experiencing a smaller workforce this morning. That and the fact that some employees realized it was already a four-day work week and said, hey, what the heck? Let's make it three. On their hungover behalf, we apologize for your business's lack of productivity. We now return you to your regularly scheduled staff meeting with significantly less people already in progress. Marin Morris circles around this town here on Z104. Utah's number one country station. Dave and Deb here with you this morning. And it looks like... Now, you were talking about um, driving circles around the town and hoping that you had an autonomous... A vehicle that would take you home. Yeah, it would have been nice uh, Sunday night at ten thirty, eleven, just to hop in and close my eyes and be home. Or, you know, or or blink my eyes or wiggle my nose or whatever. But now you still had somebody else driving for you, so you could have taken a nap if you wanted to, right? You're just talking about the dreaded drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they say, and have you ever seen one of these vehicles around? Have you ever seen? I don't know if I've actually seen one. I thought I saw a Google one. Now they go super slow, 
I don't know if you've. I mean, they drive, but they, but they, the Google thing has this huge antenna thing on the top. It looks like it's a thing from outer so space. So I would know if I saw one. Yeah, yeah, you definitely could because it catches your eye, and you're like, "What the crap is that?" And it looks like this. It's pretty cool. Now, I, I only got the backside glimpse of it, so I had no idea whether there was a driver in it or not. But I understand that these things can cruise all over the place. They take street. Uh, views of the map, you know, obviously of the Google Maps, uh-huh. so they can be a little more accurate uh, when you're searching on on Google Maps or whatever. Um, but man, I have yet to see a driverless car. I know that even the Teslas can do some things, but there seems there's still a driver there. You know, I haven't uh, I haven't seen one that was like totally driverless. That car has got that invisible driver I'm getting road rage and there's no one to flip off It's only going 40 in the fast lane And there's a line of cars behind going nuts That is a problem too, that's another thing, think about it You can't flip anybody off, you're just flipping off a computer And you're like, well that doesn't do me any satisfaction at all No At all That doesn't matter, I can't flip anybody off Anyway, because I'm in the Z104 Jeep. <laughs> and when anybody's driving it, I'm like, Kate, put away your own driving rules. Because if you're driving my Jeep, you have to be courteous and kind and thoughtful and reverent. Thrifty, thrifty brave, 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 and clean. And, clean yeah, and, yeah. And, yes. Trustworthy. Yes. Loyal All and helpful. That friendly. Because you're representing the radio station. Yeah. So don't <laughs> stick your bird out the window if you're driving my Jeep. Have you had people tempted to do that? Oh, Yeah. And I, they'll and be like, like cool it, chill. they'll be like, you know, buzzing up on somebody, and all pissed off. And I'm like, back off. Yeah, you can do that in your jeep, but not in this yeah. jeep. Because number one, you'll be blamed for it. Yes, you yourself. Yeah, and then the station is going to be thrown under the bus. Yeah, for it. somebody texted CJ the other day. He sent it to me. It was like 4:30 in the afternoon, and I was sick in bed. And somebody said, just got cut off by the Z104 Jeep in traffic. Nice. I'm like, I haven't even been out of the garage all day, so I don't know what they're talking about. What about your friends? Anybody? Nobody my, else driving anything nobody else? else drive, no, my Jeep was in the garage all day. I, wow, that's weird. I know. And I said, well, tell them I haven't been out of the garage all day, so <laughs> I don't know what they're seeing. It's not a Jeep. It might be one of the trucks. It might be Dave. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and who can mistake a Jeep from a truck? I, that's what I thought. You know? I, I'm the only one that has a Jeep, but I had not been out of the garage all day. Wow. No, I mind my P's and Q's. I haven't even, first of all, I haven't been driving the truck as much because of these gosh dang gas prices. Right. So I'm How just kind of chilling out 12. That's what I get. Pretty the, consistently That's 12. what I get in the Jeep. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lovely thing. It's bad. Yeah. Well, you can spend some serious dough. There's people out there that are spending $1,000 a month on gas. Wow. They're, you know, yeah. they're having to fill up their big old trucks twice a week, and they're spending yep. 250 bucks a, mm. you know, a week with two fill-ups, and it's pretty crazy uh, out there. Anyway, on the way, we got Battle of the Sexes. We're going to do some real or fake headlines, plus we're going to talk a little airline talk all on the way. Thomas Red on the Z. 
And slow down summer. My gosh, it hasn't even got here yet, and we're still uh, we're asking for it to slow down just a little bit. Number one song in the country this week, so congratulations to him. Uh, the new single from Thomas Rhett will be a duet with Riley Green called Half of Me. Half of me wants a beer, and the other half does too, something yeah. like that. Yeah. We actually did that for a dump yeah, or dig it a while ago. We did, and yeah. that's the brand new single. Oh, cool. Well, good, good. Uh, congratulations to TR on that. That doesn't yeah. surprise me at all. He's so talented. Before you head on off to your summer vacation, speaking of which, so let's give you a few little hints. What's the best day to fly so you won't be punched? <laughs> <laughs> Never Isn't thought that about sad this before. That we have to think, what's the day I'm least likely to get assaulted on a flight? Right? Now, yeah. you're wondering what the best day to fly is. If you want the cheapest tickets, the answer is there is no best day. They're all ridiculously expensive right now. But if you want to know when everyone's in the best mood, the best day to fly is Wednesday. The data comes from Happy or Not, those kiosks in airports where you can push a button to share your mood. I haven't seen those, but I don't travel a lot, so. Monday, Tuesday, happy day. The Wednesday is the happiest day. Yes. You'll be able to not get punched. People are happiest on Wednesdays. And not only just Wednesday, Wednesdays in the mornings. They're the most irritable on Sundays and late at night. So if you take the last flight out on a Sunday, that's your best shot at getting punched on a plane. (laughs) Now, you guys had to take, didn't you do a red eye into Hawaii or something? I can't remember. Yeah, we uh, we flew something. all night back from Hawaii to Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Those are a little it was interesting, packed. aren't they? Yeah. Oh, it was packed. It was miserable because we were just, I didn't luck out and get the emergency exit seat and they're just Nothing. packed in there. But it was, it was fine. Little sardines. We just tried to sleep. Yeah. I hate that feeling of when you just get settled in and they'll go, well... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like our flight will be in the air for five hours and 23 yep, minutes. That's about uh, that's about what it was, like five or six hours. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and you're sitting there and you're going, are you kidding me? I'm, I am in this little seat yep. for And if hours. you've got claustrophobia, which I have a little bit, you kind of can't, you, yeah, just, you can kind of get freaked out a little bit. Because yes. you're in this flying tube of packed sardines. Yes. And so I just, yeah, I just can't think about it. Therefore, I cannot fly unless I get an aisle seat. You really can't? I will, no, I will play, I will pay, uh, I've, since now, since my claustrophobia has gotten worse. It's since really, your MRI. It, it's weird. But it's even worse over the last little, maybe I would probably say the last few years. And, and, and I will... You know how some flights, like Southwest, I think you just get assigned your seat, right? You just, here you board around this time, and I I will fly uh, specifically, even if I have to pay a little extra money, I will fly to where I can choose. Now, even JetBlue has this level of, okay, you can do Blue Basic, that we will assign your seat, or you can pay the upgrade where you have a chance to go on and pick your own seat. And you'll do that. And I'll do that. Now, what if you're going to Hawaii and you get a window seat? You just you won't go. Uh, well, I'll I it won't happen. I'll I'll make you sure that I it. yeah, unless I just make sure that I what if fly it's some, some change and it's the only option. Well, will just, then I'll will probably you just go be, home. Well, no, I mean if it's some change at the last minute, then what I'll do is I'll get on the plane and I'll freak out and I'll just say, "Does anybody have an aisle seat? Do they want to trade for me for a window?" You know. No, I wouldn't. But it, it, I would definitely ask around. 
I would probably at least ask and say, I have kind of a, I have an issue. <laughs> and and just say, is there anybody that uh, would possibly be able to switch with me? I don't know. Either that or, man, maybe I could take some sedative. Oh, yeah. A Xanax. Maybe I could just uh, do something. Or something like that. Yeah. That you could would... fly in any seat. Yeah. I don't care where I sit. Right. Which I'm is a, probably. I got myself a Xanax. <laughs> Which is probably what I'm going to have to do. It, heaven forbid if I have to do another MRI for some reason, where my arms are folded and you they, they put have, you in this tube. Would they? When if you told when they don't they? I don't know if they do when they give you some Versed or whatever it is or something. They do. They do have some things to set, sedate people. They also now have what they call an open MRI. Oh, it might cost more, I think, but they have one that's an more of an open tube. So you don't feel like you're totally enclosed or something I saw that on the TikTok like over the weekend, that open MRI. Yeah. Anyway, so there oh, <laughs> on TikTok. Did you see that? The no. Mom, the mom talk. Uh, TikTok was uh, these Mormon moms that were doing soft swapping. Oh it's, oh, it's a huge thing. It's in Draper, Dave. So why does everything happen in Draper when it comes to... I don't know when it but comes it's, to it's a thing. swingers. It's a thing. What do you mean soft swapping? You what does that mean? You have to be in the presence of your significant other, and you don't actually go all the way. Now, as far as I understand it, but it was a big thing over the weekend. It was a mom talk on TikTok, and everybody was talking about it, and the girl outed everybody that was in the group, and really, yes. Well, we already do different that. from an open MRI. Yeah, uh, open, open soft swapping. Uh, we already do that. We just leave our windows open, <laughs> and the neighbors are welcome to take a peek. So, how do you get your luggage first? And and this is what I I thought. Well, we'll just get there towards the end. You know, look. And who wants to cut it short? You know, nobody wants to cut your flight where you're just down to the second and the minute and you're having to run through the airport, and then you find out that the security line is long. And so none of this is worth waiting. But they did come up with a few little tricks and ways that, to make your bags come out first one's after a, a flight. One's risky, one's a little unethical, and one's expensive. <laughs> now, the first one is check in at the last minute. That's the risky one. Right. Figure out what the cutoff time is for bags for your flight. Usually it's 45 minutes before takeoff. Then check in at the very last minute. Your bags will be the last on the plane, so they'll be the first off. Now, you can ask for a fragile sticker. This is a, a little unethical, uh, but you could ask for a fragile sticker when, a fragile uh, sticker when you, uh, or fragile. Right, fragile. You've got your leg lamp in your luggage because it's fragile. Yeah, and you uh, ask for one of those for your bags. Fragile bags are loaded towards the end on most flights, assuming that the luggage handlers notice the sticker. Or you can fly first class, rise up the ranks of an airline's frequent flyer club, or get an airline credit card with priority perks. Uh, these options will all cost you, but you'll get a priority tag on your bags, which means they'll be the very first one out. No, I did not know that. I didn't know that you get a priority bag on your. Now I have a credit card and stuff. Uh, I do the. I, I'm like platinum something or other with Delta, but I don't really ever pull uh, pull that card. Well, maybe you should. Because maybe I don't even know that there. I didn't even know there was perks to that. You need but, a priority tag on your luggage. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, let's uh, prioritize a little bit and give away some stuff. It's time for Battle of the Sexes and. We're not going to prioritize your phone calls, except for the fact that we're just going to take the first couple of people through right now to win. Now, 
the game that pits man against woman. It's Battle of the Sexes with Dave and Deb. 570-5767. All right. Uh, somebody's going to win a pair of tickets to see Cam at the depot on August 2nd. Uh, go to LiveNation.com to get your tickets. But we're going to give some away right now. 570 570- Five seven six seven. Now you got through as the very first caller. Was that uh, what you were doing? Hello. Well, hello. Hi. What's your name? Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. All right, Jimmy. Were, were you gonna... calling to play battle or a comment? Uh, battle. Okay. All right. We'll find you, girl. Hang on a sec. Warren of the Sea. You were the next one through. Who is this? Hi. This is Laura. Hi, Laura. Are you ready to play battle? Sure. Okay, Jimmy, right. Laura, have either one of you won in 30 days? Nope. Okay. Hey, look at that. Simultaneously. All right, uh, We're going to let the ladies go first. We are going to go first. Uh, which superhero is played by Jason Momoa? Hulk, Green Lantern, or Aquaman? Aquaman. Yes. Super easy. Jimmy, let's see <laughs> if we can't pull one of those out for you. What's the name of the podcast hosted by Angela Kinsey uh, and Jenna Fisher? Is it Welcome to the Office, Office Ladies, or What's Wrong with Michael? Um, what's Wrong with Michael? Office Ladies. All right, Laura. What's the iconic greeting that Obi-Wan Kenobi says? How art thou? Hello there. Or hi to you. The first one. That's the second one. Hello there. Oh. All right, let's see if we can't tie this thing up, Jimmy. Here's your question. Good morning. Is the new movie from which popular punk star? Harry Styles, Youngblood, or Machine Gun Kelly? Uh, can I do the hint? Uh, it says right there in the question. I really. guess. I mean, the hint is he's with Megan Fox. Machine Gun Kelly. You know, that gave it away, David. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Laura. <laughs> Uh, what's the main food base of a true Parisian-style macaroon? Meringue, lemon, or marshmallow fluff? Oh, man. Meringue. Meringue is correct. Yay! So he has to get this one to hang in there, right? Yeah, to For tie, a tie. Jimmy, here's oh, your... Oh, wait, that was his question. Oh, Helen, give him, oh, shoot. Give him her question. Oh, you certainly did. You took yeah, my question. Yeah, sorry about that, but... <laughs> Oh, I'm glad I, you know, I did that one time when you were gone. I did the, uh, so. Well. Everybody well, mark this down in your journal that Deb made a mistake. Oh, I do it all the time. <laughs> all right, so we're just going to do this one then, Jimmy. We'll just give you the the question that would most likely be for the guy here, uh, for the girl. Who played Goose in the original Top Gun? Was oh, it <laughs> Was it Tom Cruise, Anthony Edwards, or Robin Williams? Uh, Tom Cruise. Anthony Edwards. All right, that means Laura's the winner. Uh, Laura, yeah, you're going to see Cam at the depot on August 2nd. Now, have either oh. one of you seen the movie, this new uh, Top Gun movie? No. I'm, I'm seeing it tonight. Now, Jimmy, you sound disgusted like you're never going to see it. <laughs> no, I, I probably need, or I don't know. I think I might need to watch the first one first. Oh, you haven't even seen original Top Gun? No, I need to. Okay. Yeah. Um, Wow, yeah, that is a little bit of a shock. I have not heard that uh, somebody has not even seen the original Top Gun. Now, you'll be able to... Now, is it Natalie? 
You're the one that's Laura. going, Laura. Laura. Close though, Dave. We're so close. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, that my boss. You're going. Uh, you are going to see this. So you'll be part of the 156 million dollars that have already been brought in off this thing. Yeah, really. Deb swears by it, man. She loved it. She it was saw good. it over the weekend. It was really good. Um, yeah. Let's go ahead and give you guys some real or fake headlines. It has nothing to do with winning or losing anything, okay? Deb, play along here, too, right. as well. Here we go. This is real or fake. I'm going to give you three headlines. You tell me which one is real, you guys. An Amish buggy driver was charged with OVI after his horse hit a deputy's car. A man has been camped outside a movie theater to see Top Gun Maverick for the past three weeks. Or a couple from Ireland has built a replica of Dollywood on their estate. Which one is real? I'm going to say the Amish one's real. Okay. I'm going to say the guy who's staying out for three weeks for a ticket. For the Top Gun thing. And Jimmy? Yeah. The, the Amish one is real. Yeah. You may have heard of that. I was talking about this a little while ago. An Amish buggy driver, that's the real one, was charged with an OVI, which is... Actually, I would I, instead of a DUI, what would that be? A, 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 a OVI would be something operating influenced. a vehicle intoxicated. Intoxicated, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, hell, don't ask me. I'm not. I'm the one that thought that AR stood for assault rifle, and then I got chastised. Well, it doesn't, for, Dave. It's Woo! yeah, Armalite. Armalite rifle. For heaven's sakes, don't even even. Um, operating so, a vehicle under the influence. Okay. In Ohio, and so they're just saying. Instead of a operating. DUI, he's not driving, he's operating. Okay, let's do another one. Okay. A port authority in Manhattan has been named America's dirtiest bus terminal. That's your first one. Okay. Second one, a guy ran a half marathon wearing over 100 t-shirts. And your third one, a sloppy Amazon uh, return helped police solve a cold case. Real or fake? Mm. Which one is the real one? The last one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I say the last one also. The sloppy Amazon return, Deb? I'm going to say the dirty port. The port authority of Manhattan? Yeah. Uh-huh. Actually, it was the middle one. The 100 t-shirts? Oh, a guy ran a marathon wearing wow. over 100 t-shirts. Wow. Uh, Can you imagine how much that would oh, weigh? Oh, that would kill you. That would be unbelievable. All right. Well, that was just uh, <laughs> some fun faker real uh, headlines that we thought we'd throw out you your way. Hope you all had a nice weekend. Uh, Good to have you tuning in here again on a Tuesday morning. And enjoy the rest of your day, you two, too, okay? Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. It's all right if you stutter along with me. It'll make me feel better. (laughs) We're back here in just a second. There you go. Uh, triple harmony guitar on the uh, little to-go song. Oh, uh, beautiful. Jimmer is coming up next. Can you say Cowabunga? Cowabunga. Surf's up. We've got a Cowabunga winning week all week long, 7.40 a.m., 11.40 a.m., and 3.40 p.m. You'll win two splash passes for Cowabunga Water Park in uh, Draper. Hey, look. We already gave away the mystery sound. We did. It was a movie, movie, mystery movie, and uh, we already gave it away. It was thin ice, so we have a new yeah. sound today. We're going to give away, give it away, give it away, give it away at 114 bucks. If you get it uh, today, 
However, you're probably brilliant because Jim will always do something. Like today is Tuesday and it's New Clue Tuesday and he'll say, it was recorded in Utah. Right. So (laughs) be sure and listen and narrow it down and maybe you can win in two days as well. (laughs) Anyway, a lot of fun. Jimmer uh, does a great job. He's going to be playing a lot of music, a lot more music than we do in the mornings. And and he'll be doing that here for you. And then, of course, those Calabunga Bay passes up for grabs too which the nice thing about a three-day weekend is that we have only a four-day work week it's hump day tomorrow yeah what's your deal wednesday kicks in got something on your mind maybe a lingering thought that you had over the memorial weekend uh, maybe an experience uh, that you want to relate something like that is basically your time to jump on the radio and let us know by call or text on what's your deal wednesday Wednesday's word also. Wednesday's tomorrow. word up for grabs. We'll have some tickets and stuff to give away with that on the fifties. So tune in and win. Burst. Back in the morning. Tune in anyway. I hate when people tell me to smile. You can't be happy all the time. You'll ruin your liver. It's National Smile Day. Smile Day. Smile, gosh dang it.